Hey, Prime members, you can listen to That Spooky early and ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. You're listening to a Morbid Network podcast. Most weight loss plans are one size fits all, not taking into account each person's individual needs. Noom takes into account dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs to build a plan that works for you. Everyone's journey is different, so your daily lessons are personalized to you and your goals. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your free trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first-ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. This episode is brought to you in part by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like The Guest List by Lucy Foley. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Smugglers, welcome to Spooky Gay Bullshit. I'm Johnny. I'm Tyler. And this is our weekly hangout where we get to kick back and talk about all of the spooky gay bullshit that we just didn't have time to talk about on the main show. That's right. It's Friday night. Johnny has COVID. That's Rojo Caliente. <laughs> yes, very Rojo Caliente. Thank you. Yeah. Sorry to uh, uh, blow up blow my up spot. Your spot there. <laughs> Look, um, it's Instagram official, so I feel like we can talk about it. So, Fun fact, uh, went to go see Cat Power on Tuesday night, uh-huh. and later that night, you know, we were back at home. We had been home for about four or five hours. In fact, the episode had just released, so it was like Hollywood midnight, 3 a.m. Eastern Standard Time here yeah. in Toronto yeah. on Wednesday morning, and all of a sudden, I was like, wow, Tyler, it almost feels like I smoked a pack of cigarettes, right. and as we all remember, I quit smoking two years ago. And so you that, know what that feels like. Baby, yeah. yeah. So I just all of a sudden was like, I'm going to take a COVID test, because we have a few rapid tests on hand. And if anything, I can just have a baseline, and then in a few days, I'll do another one and just make sure that mm-hmm. I didn't pick up anything when we were at that concert. Yeah. And Tyler was going to bed, and in fact, he was like, oh, you're fine. And then guess who slinked into uh, <laughs> into the main room in the apartment just a few moments later going... I think there are two bars on the test. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, Ms. Rona came to town, but it's wild because we've had these rapid tests and we you've been doing them yeah. every couple of days just mm-hmm. to make sure everything's good. So you did them on you did one on Sunday? 
Yeah. I think. Yeah, because I had to go get blood work on Monday because I'm doing my yearly physical, yeah. stuff like that. So yeah, we did some blood work. We did an ECG. I left uh, the lab that where everyone was masked and everyone was social distancing. Um, but yeah, it turns out while I was there, I, I must have caught COVID because yeah. I hadn't been out at all throughout the weekend. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, wild is the COVID, as they say. Wild is the COVID, but you're feeling okay? Yeah, my symptoms are mild, so I just have some congestion and I'm just like super fatigued and I have some like uh, limb aches but there's nothing respiratory thank fuck mm -hmm. uh, and yeah I mean I'm just watching my symptoms like you know I'm drinking fluids I'm getting a lot of rest all that kind of stuff so no need to worry about that I um, am mandated to quarantine for the next few days mm -hmm. so I will just be resting up and drinking my liquids that's what you gotta do yeah but that's actually why we're kind of recording a bit down to the wire we're doing this on Thursday night right now because I just kind of had to take Wednesday and uh, you know sleep for 24 hours <laughs> more or less yeah exactly yeah, yeah. so uh, yeah though I'm, I'm ready to get into some spooky gay bullshit i've had about three americanos Ooh. since i woke up this afternoon at three o'clock in the afternoon and uh <laughs> I, i'm feeling ready to record so do you All want right. to just dive into it let's dive into it okay yeah let's so, take advantage of this energy while you have it exactly yeah we actually um we were sitting down to record and the cat started to eat their food and i was like i'm sorry we're gonna have to move that bowl away because uh -huh. i just can't spend five minutes waiting on the cat right now yeah exactly yeah, this train's leaving the station all right so your starting us off this week right that's right Cute. so this piece of spooky gay bullshit isn't anything new but it has been something that's been getting a lot of attention lately on the internet okay. and many many spooky bitches have shared it with us since and so it became pretty clear that this was something that we needed to talk about and it's a story all about the loch ness monster oh. and how sightings of nessie may or may not be just whale penises what? breaking the surface of the water. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, well, I knew that whales were packing heat, uh -huh. but uh, breaking the water, you say? Yeah. And now, posing as Nessies, you say? Perhaps. That's impressive. You know, I've never seen a whale penis before. Mm -hmm. Never really thought about it, honestly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, though I do think that uh, Isabella... 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 Isabella? Mm -hmm. Rosalini? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why can't I say Isabella? Isabella... <laughs> I can't say Isabella. It's all right. Ms. Rosalini. Ms. Rosalini, yeah. I think did talk about uh, whale sex in green porno, oh, if anybody's yes. ever seen that show. I do believe it's fantastic. so. fantastic. Yeah, check it out if you're not into it. Animals procreate. Mm -hmm. But anyway, yeah, some people think that Loch Ness Monster sightings might be attributed to whale penises. That's hot. But don't get too excited about that because researchers have pretty much debunked this theory. Aww. So although whale penises do look a lot like Nessie's head or maybe even like a sliver of Cthulhu, mm -hmm. they're likely not involved in very many Loch Ness Monster sightings. Yeah, and I'm guessing whales don't usually like lay on their back, ducks up to the wind, with really well sometimes okay I'll tyler's eyebrows it. just yeah. raised as i said that and the finger pointed yeah. upward yeah. so okay yeah. they have we will get into why this is maybe a common occurrence but basically <laughs> this theory surfaced um thanks to a tweet from michael sweet okay michael sweet is a molecular ecologist at the university of derby in the uk and basically he posted pictures of erect blue whale penises which can apparently reach a maximum length of 10 
10 feet so wow. they pack in some heat mm-hmm. but they're also like really huge so maybe proportionately it's average i don't really know i'm yeah. not here to study whale penis yeah who knows but basically he posted a picture of a whale penis alongside an alleged image of nessie to point out their similarities mm-hmm. uh sweet said in his tweet back in the day travelers and explorers would draw what they saw and this is where many sea monster stories come from, i.e. tentacles and alien-esque appendages emerging from the water, giving belief to something more sinister lurking beneath. Sure. However, in many cases, it was just whale dicks. <laughs> <laughs> well put. Yeah. I appreciate that. I do, yeah, too. Yeah, that's yeah. a straightforward science that I can just wrap my... Oh, I don't want to wrap anything around that. Yeah, fair yeah, enough. Yeah. yeah, respectively. Now, Sweet's tweet gained a lot of popularity, and it started being reshared out of context, which is when the theory that Nessie was just a whale penis started to falsely circulate online. Okay. So basically, Sweet just kind of uh, maybe didn't mm, consider what photos he was comparing Sure. Uh, when he was writing this post, because he wasn't necessarily saying that Nessie itself was like a whale dick. Oh, okay. Um, but people kind of read into it because there was a photo of Nessie. It's kind of confusing. Um, But the picture that he posted is a picture that we're probably all really familiar with. It's that iconic black and white photo of the Loch Ness Monster. Oh, yeah, you're showing it to me now. Yeah, Yeah. with just its head sticking out of the water. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people thought that that photo was a photo of a whale penis. Mm -hmm. But that photo is a hoax photo. It was taken in like 1934, and it's called the the Surgeon's Hoax. Okay. Because the photo was taken by uh, a couple of surgeons who were just like Nessie enthusiasts or whale dick enthusiasts or maybe. whale dick yeah maybe enthusiasts. they weren't trying to replicate Nessie maybe they were actually trying to replicate the uh the enigmatic image of a whale dick breaking water and then they were just like well we created a legend today I mean that Let's could be true yeah. that could be true but it's not okay <laughs> because they have talked about how they made this hoax picture mm-hmm. and basically they took like a, a remote control submarine and they made a mold of the Loch Ness Monster's head oh. out of clay. And then they put it into the water and took a photograph of it. Well, that's not very sexy. Yeah, it's yeah. not. Most of the time we see the photo really zoomed in. Mm-hmm. So you can't really get a scale for how big this thing is. But the original photo is zoomed out. And you can see that it's just this kind of like little tiny like model boat sized Nessie head oh, floating in the water. Fuck that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But basically that photo itself, not a whale dick. Mm-hmm. And most Nessie sightings... Probably not a whale dick, Mm-mm. but other sea monster sightings could be whale dicks, especially yeah. if you're out in the ocean. I love that. The thing is, when whales are breeding, they tend to uh, travel in packs. Mm-hmm. And when, um, you know, two whales are getting down yeah. and there are other whales hanging around that want to also get down, while they're waiting to get down or to not get down yeah they just kind of spin around in the water and just like let their dicks like flap around on the surface of what the, water. the fuck <laughs> yeah so they're just hanging out on the party line yeah exactly in every sense of the term yeah and, oh my god so you've just got this like blue whale just like spinning around underwater <laughs> so and it's big dongs just <laughs> flipping up into the surface and over the years i love to imagine sorry i just said over the years people thought that it was a sea monster that's beautiful see partially in my head i'm rewriting moby dick to literally just be about (laughs) some folks that are like out on the water and they're like oh a giant cock spinning around in the waves i know what that is listen i've been chasing it all my life yeah 
Hence, like, that's why it's the Moby Dick. Yeah. yeah. Like, why hasn't this been a plot device in any Seafarer movie I've ever seen? Yeah, if my 12-year-old pervert mind can come up with this, yeah. then, like, yeah. And I just mean, like, in terms of maturity. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But that's it, you yeah. know? It's got some untapped material, I suppose. Yeah, totally. But anyway, if you do see this picture floating around comparing the Loch Ness Monster to a whale dick, there is some truth to the theory, but it's just that picture is not... No. A, a whale penis. No, you gotta go home and research some whale dicks because you got your story twisted. Twisted. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, I just want to give an hour hour to LiveScience.com where I read this. There's also a Snopes.com uh, article about this that oh. basically cites this myth as mostly false because, okay. again, there is some truth to it. They're like, they um, do be swinging. They do be swinging, yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, once again, I just want to thank Live Science for the article. No, the Loch Ness Monster was not a whale's penis and that was written by harry baker and it was published about a week ago it says seven days ago so that's like i don't know april 24th or april 15th or yeah, something something like that yeah yeah get into it get into it all right thank Wait. you tyler yeah you're welcome i said april 24th or april 15th my no. math is wrong yeah today is the 21st as we're recording this so <laughs> yeah. you mean the 14th i do yeah yeah that's thank okay. you so much that's all right whatever at least you didn't mix up a whale dick for a sea monster hey. yet welding instructor alex declare knows vr training platforms like forge fx help students master their skills There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite gripping investigations ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to Amazon.com slash ad-free true crime. That's Amazon.com slash ad-free true crime to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Okay, well, I have a piece of spooky gay bullshit that we can get into. Okay. Cute. And it comes from Fulton County in the state of Georgia in the USA. Georgia. Georgia. Yeah. Atlanta. Georgia. But this is Fulton County. So, um, in Fulton County, a grieving father named Jeffrey Merriweather has recently been put through it. When his deceased son, Jeffrey Merriweather Jr.'s remains were lost in the fucking mail. no. Yeah, and have been failed to been recovered for the past three years. What? Unacceptable (gasps) as fuck, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, so Jeffrey Sr. stated to the press that his son, Jeffrey Jr., was killed in 2019 at the age of 32 in what he believed was a shooting. Mm -hmm. However, it was admittedly kind of hard to tell because it turns out that his body had been exposed to the elements for a few weeks by the time that he had been discovered. Uh, Yeah, therefore decomposition had taken its toll. Right. Now, Jeffrey Merriweather Jr.'s corpse was taken uh, basically by the Fulton County Medical Examiner, and they said that they shipped some of Jeffrey Jr.'s remains out of state to a medical lab for examination just because of the state of his decomposition. Right. However, when the remains uh, in their totality were being shipped back to the Merriweather family for burial purposes, they were allegedly lost in transit. And this was through FedEx. So this wasn't like, you know, a local bike courier or something like that. Um, This is something with like a lot of checks and balances. And like, no offense to local bike couriers, like it's all valid. But, you know, like FedEx has 
a lot of systems in place and a lot of, you know, opportunities for signatures to be required, etc. So the family who was describing this in interviews as the worst nightmare that a person can go through is understandably devastated and upset Mm -hmm. with FedEx and Mm -hmm. wants some accountability to be taken for the entire mess. 100%. Basically because the tracking on the package said that it made it to the Austell FedEx location, but then just vanished after that. There was no proof that it had been delivered. Um, and even though it said that it had been delivered, like they claimed that it had been, there was no proof of it. Yeah. No signature was given. Yeah. It just seems like it disappeared from FedEx's hands. And um, basically, like, it's just not the handling that anyone would be expecting for human remains, mm-hmm. especially when it's coming yeah. from, you know, like a state medical examiner or even some sort of a lab. Like, these are people who ship remains and, you know, are pretty used to, you know, ticking off the signature required, blah, That's blah, right. blah. Because, you know, these this is very sensitive cargo, understandably. I don't have to, uh, you know, corpse explain that to you. <laughs> yeah. But basically, Jeffrey's children, like, he was a father. Uh-huh. Um they are like devastated. His father is devastated. Everyone that's left just trying to pick up the pieces after his untimely death mm-hmm. is just completely left in the dust as a result of this. And I mean, like, let's be real. It's a traumatic situation. It's traumatic to lose a family member in that kind of a way, but then it's traumatic to lose their remains. Like, because you're just going to constantly be wondering what had happened. 100%. And that's the thing. Like, they're not able to go forward with burial or, or anything like that in the way in which they had been planning on. And again, like, this is, it's just so much extra trauma to add on to the situation that mm-hmm. this family has gone through. Mm-hmm. So, like, if anything, my heart goes out to the family, of course. And this is just a reminder, you know, of how these things need to be handled with the utmost care. Yeah. I mean, I'm preaching to the converted here. Yeah. yeah but that's but... it. I guess I've never really thought about, like, what there, what, what's involved in shipping human remains because we know it does happen yeah more than we can even imagine mm-hmm. but you think there would be such a strict protocol yeah and you'd almost think there would be like a person that would have to travel literally with the or package. just some sort of like labeling for the package or something like that something that could indicate like hey don't lose track of this because yeah. it's important yeah yeah it's a it, it's a pretty big fumble so at the end of the day the family just wants fedex to take some accountability for it Fair and enough. hopefully you know they are find a way that they can find closure and move on from this yeah yeah i would hope so Absolutely. you know i mean fedex is a big enough company they should be able to take accountability for and this that's the truth so i just want to thank like the og article that wrote about this it was from wsb tv in atlanta it was entitled something out of a horror movie georgia man's body lost in the mail three years ago still missing published by wsb tv news staff on april 5th of 2022 all right yeah. well i mean that that's heavy <laughs> absolutely i'm not gonna sugarcoat that one oh, yeah. because there's absolutely no sugar Look, to be had in that it's story real world spooky and it's complete bullshit what they're being put through yeah. so yeah yeah uh, criteria met but still fucking tragic 100 yeah not really any humor to be found in that one eh? no yeah. not really but i i do have a piece of I, what i think is good news okay um very encouraging news um uplifting news I suppose. We love that. And uh, I'm sure, well, actually, I know for a fact that a lot of spooky bitches were or are fans of the band My Chemical Romance. Mm -hmm. And if you are a fan, there is a reason now to love them more than ever. Because Frank Aiero, who is the guitarist from My Chemical Romance, took to Twitter some time ago to announce one of his new merch ideas. Okay. Binders 
for their trans fans. Oh, well, chess binders, not paper binders. No, like yeah, not some Lisa Frank bullshit. Yeah. Oh, that's so fucking yeah, cool. Yeah, we're talking chest binders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for anyone who doesn't know what a chest binder is, it's basically a garment that is used by a lot of trans men to tamp down their chests. Yeah. And it serves as a very important function for trans men who wish to present themselves in a certain way. Mm-hmm. It's a totally normal thing, and it's really no different than wearing underwear. Now, as I said, Frank Iero took to Twitter to ask his fans for some advice. Basically, he said that he doesn't normally take requests for merchandise because he just makes the kind of merchandise that he thinks is cool. He makes what he wants to make. But he's noticed that over the years, he's gotten a lot of requests from fans for binders, and he wants to fulfill that request. That's super cool. He has also been honest saying that he doesn't really know what he should be looking at mm-hmm. like so he, he he went to twitter to ask for advice to basically be like what's the best binders that like what do you want are there particular sizes that i should be looking at particular manufacturers because if he does do it he wants to do it the right way oh, okay. he wants to actually like give them a product that they'll be comfortable and, and not just like we're gonna slap my chemical romance's name on the tag of this random binder yeah, that we found exactly that's really exactly fucking cool of yeah them. so he's really seems like he's taking a lot of consideration in in producing this merchandise yeah. um the merchandise obviously isn't available yet and nobody really even knows if it will come to fruition yeah but just the fact that he has you know taken time to consider it Mm -hmm. Uh, a lot of people are just really happy to see it because for one it's normalizing it completely and it's just making it you know something that's not that big of a deal and it's just helps people to be seen like it just feels good yeah you know I, i mean i'm not trans obviously i can't speak to what that feels like but you know when you're like when i go shopping for shirts and I, I need plus size shirts. It feels good when I go to a merchandiser that I like and can get a shirt in my size. Well, and also, I, I think it should just be said, too, that chest binders are things that, like, speak to people that don't just uh, go through the transmasculine experience. True, yeah. Experience, yeah. And so that's the thing, too. Like, it's a very all-encompassing thing. And again, like you're saying, it normalizes it. So, yeah, I think it's really, really fucking cool to kind of open that up and also to kind of create more awareness around uh, a piece of why i don't know if you call it shapewear i mean it's really like yeah it's underwear yeah i guess it's like an undergarment yeah i guess that's what i would attribute it to if, if that's not correct though and, and somebody has the right language for it please let us know yeah by all means i would really love to know because it's also like i, I it's a very affirming piece as well like it's yeah to me it's not just a supportive piece there's like there's a lot tied into it so, exactly yeah, yeah that's cool feel yeah. free to feel free to pass it on if not we'll we'll also research it on our own yeah absolutely you know like I also hate that trope where it's like trans people have to do the work in educating us non-trans folk. No. Um, but yeah, that's super fucking cool. And yeah, that's a, I might have to start listening to My Chemical Romance. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Anyway, I just want to thank them.us for the article, My Chemical Romance's Frank Ayera Wants to Sell Binders as Merch. That was written by Samantha Rydell and published on April 1st, 2022. Get into it. Yeah, get All into right. it. Thank you. Oh, and also thanks to M who actually sent us this article. They emailed it to us. So thank you, M. Thank you, M. Okay, well, 
My last piece of spooky gay bullshit today also comes out of Georgia. Um, and it comes out of a place called uh, Armuchi, I believe it is. A-R-M-U-C-H-E-E. Armuchi. Yeah, I do believe that's it. Or Armuchi. Armuchi? Um, yeah. Oh, maybe. Yeah. yeah. I saw, I, I looked up the pronunciation. I won't lie. I got both. So that is an issue to take up with Google some other day. But anyway, um, Georgia. Seems to be a lot going on there these days. It does, The yeah. thing is, don't let my tone fool you because there's not a lot of love about the story that I'm about to get into. Okay. Um, in fact, this is going to touch on a form of elder abuse. So just FYI, in case that is something that triggers anybody out there, you may want to skip ahead about five minutes. Uh-huh. Um, and I will be done talking about this topic. Um, but basically, to fill you in, a 28-year-old man named Robert Keith Tincher III has recently made the news. And Robert. not for having an insufferable <laughs> fucking name. I know what you're going to say. Yeah. I could see it in your eyes. Uh-huh. Yep. Robert um, Keith Tincher III. Yeah, and his neckbeard is prolific. Okay. Um, and he is accused not only of having a prolific neckbeard, but also of killing his grandmother by stuffing her in a freezer. Excuse me? Yeah. Yeah, stuffing the woman who was quoted as uh, by him as being the only person who gave him the love and attention he needed, stuck uh, her in a freezer. What in the Norman Bates? Yeah. That's so, bullshit. Get into this. Um, basically, the charge that he's up for involves aggravated battery, murder, and concealing death, obviously. Uh-huh. Um, the victim was his 82-year-old grandmother, Doris Cumming, and her body was found last week in a freezer, oh and it God. turned out that like she had actually been stuffed in the freezer alive what? last December. What? Yeah. Um, It's believed that there was no attack or altercation, but rather it is believed that this happened after she allegedly suffered injuries after a nasty fall that he didn't take her into treatment for. Oh, my God. Um, Yeah. And basically, Robert says that he believes that she broke numerous bones, including her back. He (gasps) says that he saw and heard this. And that's heartbreaking and brutal as it is. Like, that's fucking abuse. That's negligence. But what's even worse is that after he saw his grandmother go through all of this, Uh the person that he said was like the person that uplifted him in life yeah he then just wrapped her in plastic bags and stuffed her alive in the fucking freezer in the home that is like and not like the fridge freezer but like a deep freezer a that deep was in freeze. the basement yeah yeah and if she broke her back yeah she, oh my god yeah, he left her for dead yeah um and not because of anything that she did but instead because robert keith tincher the third was scared that if he called the cops to let them know what had happened to his grandmother uh-huh. that they would then be alerted that he was there and they would take him in on a warrant that was out for him for making terror threats against an ex-wife back in 2018 are you fucking kidding me what a piece of shit i know the neckbeard only continues to disappoint um and basically uh with that being said then he just moved her uh, down to the freezer, left her in there until March of 2022, where he then moved her into a storage unit. Uh-huh. So he like, took the freezer, put it over there, like the ice cream killer right. that I was talking about a yeah, while ago. Very um, but basically, family members got suspicious after not hearing from 82-year-old Doris for a number of months. Yeah. And initially, they just thought that she'd been out of state. But basically, it all unraveled soon enough, and she was reported missing by family members, uh-huh. um, which led them to ultimately track her down in this uh, very unfortunate state. Right. Now, an autopsy is being performed to confirm the cause of death, uh, and this is being taken very seriously. I'm Understandably, mm-hmm. again, it is just horrible to imagine what 
she went through. This is something from a fucking horror movie. It absolutely and, is. Yeah, like, again, I hate to, you know, close up both my stories today by saying my heart goes out to the families, but it, it's fucking true. It yeah. sucks. Yeah, that's traumatizing. Absolutely. It's, it's traumatizing for everybody involved. It's traumatizing for the family. It would have been traumatizing for her, her Doris. Yeah. No, it's, it's just, it's a fucking horror movie from all angles. So... Ugh. That is that. Uh, I, I'll let you know if anything, you know, develops in terms of this case. But from my understanding, he's going to go to court and yeah. we'll we'll find out a verdict when we find a verdict. But God. fuck this guy. Fuck that guy. And I his... hope he's in jail for a good long time. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. And I hope he has just like, I don't know. I hope he sits on a porcupine. Yeah. For every one of the uh, the numbers in his name. So yeah. like three times. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Three times now, the porcupine. Thank you to the OG article that wrote about this. It was in the Toronto Sun. It was entitled Granny Loved Me, Man Killed Grandma by Stuffing Her Into Freezer. God. It was published by Brad Hunter on April 17th of 2022. And uh, yeah, fucking sucks, right? It really fucking sucks. Yeah, again, spooky as fuck and some complete bullshit what he did to her. 100%. Yeah. Well, I mean, Johnny, I'm happy to say at least following each one of your uh, devastating stories, I have something a little bit more lighthearted. Thank you. And this is what we're going to be ending the show on, so I think that's very appropriate. Oh, good, because Leonard COVID over here is fucking bringing the room down <laughs> yeah. with his raspy, bassy stories. Yeah. yeah. Listen. Yeah. Imagine Leonard Cohen reading you true crime. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he wouldn't be very good at it now. That's going to be a mini episode. Yeah, it yeah. needs to be. Yeah, check out the secret society that doesn't suck for that one, baby. Yeah. Uh, but don't hold your breath. No. Um, well, I okay. can't. <laughs> so, right now. Yeah. Good idea. So this is a story that we were sent to by Carly, and Carly is like a little baby angel from the sky mm -hmm. because this story literally came in as we were compiling spooky gay bullshit. We love that. We do, and it's actually a story that's not on like a story that we shared a short while ago because yet another dog was rescued by their insatiable appetite for sausages. Oh, cool! I love this. Yeah. So a dog named Henry had been missing, and I actually don't know what breed Henry is, but we'll post a photo. Okay. Um, but a dog named Henry had been missing for several days and was presumed dead. So Henry and his humans were out for a walk on April 8th, 2022, by the southwest coast path in England. Mm -hmm. But during this walk, Henry disappeared. And after searching the area and calling his name for quite some time, it was believed that Henry may have actually fallen off of a nearby cliff. Oh, shit. Rescuers tried to find him when he initially disappeared, but searches and drone flyovers of the area were no help, and Henry was just gone and mm -hmm. he just did not turn up so after all of this exhausting efforts henry was presumed to be dead now something amazing happened a couple of days later on april 10th someone in Boscastle, cornwall where all of this went down mm -hmm. reported hearing a dog barking the thing is, no one could find where the dog barks were coming from. Like, yeah. there was this dog that was just barking, 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 but no one could see the dog. Now, the Coast Guard and the uh, rescue te Coast Guard rescue team responded to reports, and eventually they found a dog approximately 20 feet down a fissure in a cliff. Oh, shit. So basically just this, like, crack in the ground, yeah. this deep crack in the ground near the cliff. Mm -hmm. And it... Turns out the dog in the cliff 
Fisher was Henry, but he was trapped and no one could reach him. The rescuers ended up sending a Coast Guard down on a rope into the fissure to try and rescue the dog. Mm -hmm. But knowing that Henry might be hesitant to accept help from a stranger, the Coast Guard came prepared with a half a sausage roll and some treats. This is how we do it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so, that's some dog ownership right there. 100%. Yeah. Like, you, if, you, if you know, you know. Oh, baby. Now, it took about 30 minutes or so for the Coast Guard to reach Henry. But when he did, he used the sausage roll to entice Henry to come with him mm -hmm. on the trip back up. And a short while later, the Coast Guard resurfaced with Henry, whose humans were already there to greet him. Oh, that's so yeah. sweet. And I'm also happy to report that since being reunited with his family, Henry is doing just fine. Mm -hmm. and I even put a little heart emoji at the end. Aww. Because it's just... Yeah, we needed that. We needed that. Absolutely. Because, you know what? It's the worst feeling ever when your dog runs away from home. Oh, my God. And or, to presume them dead like that, like to lose them in such an area where you're like, oh, fuck. Like, right. Where it's just good. like worst case scenario. Yeah. And like, thank God people heard him because mm -hmm. I, there are photos of them going down the hole. I can actually show you. And yeah. it's just like you, you would totally miss him. Like. Look, like oh you can't my even God. tell that there's a hole there. No. Right? It's just tall, all surrounded by tall grass. Like, that's where he was. Yeah. Oh, my God. Some spooky bitch would just think that it was, like, a hellhound or something exactly. like that. Yeah, yeah. They'd be like, oh, my God, a ghost black dog. It's exactly. finally happening. Right. Yeah. But Dang. you know what? Like, awa awa to the Coast Guard and awa awa to the inventor of sausage rolls. Get into it. Yeah. Thank you, sausage rolls. They yeah. keep just paying it forward. That's right. Oh, yeah. But also, thanks again to Carly, the spooky bitch who sent us this story. And. And also, thanks to People.com for the article, dog missing for days and thought to be dead, found in cave and led to safety with a sausage roll. That was written by People Staff mm -hmm. on April 19th, 2022. I don't believe they're people. Yeah. And that's, that's some alien <laughs> shit to me. Yeah. Alien uh, staff, yeah, more like it. I was going to say, yeah, mm -hmm. great cover-up, folks. <laughs> All right, well, thank you. Thank Carly. That was super cool. I'm glad that came in as we were coming up with this episode. I know, it's such a blessing. Yeah, because I had some real downer-ass shit to talk about. Yeah. Yeah, and otherwise we just had to, uh, we would have had to rely on Low Stick's advice to get us through the end. But yeah. no, we, we got something else to buoy us. Yeah, now it's the cherry on top of the cherry. Yeah. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Whether you hydrate to live or live to hydrate, Liquid IV quenches your thirst faster than water alone with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink plus eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness, all in a single sugar-free stick. Liquid IV is perfect for daily use before a workout, when you feel run down, after a long night out, or on long flights. Basically, anytime you need a pick-me-up, however you hydrate. Grab your Liquid IV Hydration Multiplier sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco. Or get 20% off your first order when you go to liquidiv.com and use code WONDERY at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today. 
using promo code WONDERY at liquidiv.com. Yeah, do you want to just do with that? Do you want let's, to do low stakes advice? Let's do it. As yeah. you can tell, I'm starting to fumble my words. So. Totally fine. We'll get through it and then you can go to bed. Okay, thank you. Um, okay, so let's get into it. I have like five minutes and a contingency on the timer. Mm-hmm. And we have a bunch of questions that have been submitted by Spooky Bitches. So. As per usual, if you want to submit low stakes advice, follow us on Instagram. Check our stories every Wednesday or Thursday. We will post a little story where you can submit your questions and it will all be in there. Otherwise, unfortunately, we can't uh, take in questions through email or like DMs or anything like that because those get real disorganized real quick. That's right. Um, But yeah, follow us over on Instagram at That's Spooky Pod. And uh, yeah, and we've got a whole bunch of questions and some time on the clock. So let's just do it. All right. Let's get into it. So the first question, what to make for dinner next week? Oh, Mm. okay. Um, Go for like a falafel platter. Love that. Okay. Next question. Uh, how do you prioritize yourself and your well-being when you're mentally or when mentally things get hard? Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Easier said than done. Yeah. We'll definitely say that. 100%. And you're basically just going to have to get used to the feeling of feeling a little bit selfish. Mm-hmm. Like if you're going to prioritize yourself, you're probably the kind of person um, that usually doesn't. Yeah. If 100%. You're, if, you know, if you're struggling with that. So when you do put yourself first, you're going to feel a little bit selfish. Yeah. Like honestly, one of the best pieces of advice I was ever given when when I started working as like a designer right out of school was like I, I was working for a really toxic director and somebody that I was working with at another gig had worked with them quite intimately for a while and she basically just said like look what I will do with this person sometimes it's say for the next 24 hours my phone will be off and mm-hmm. you cannot contact me and yep. when you set that boundary even if they don't do it like it, just to look at somebody in the eyes and be like you can't contact me like yeah just it feels selfish and it feels weird and it feels like an overstep on your behalf but if you have to do it you got to do it yeah and you know you'll be I mean? better for it yeah and, you know you can't uh, you can't burn yourself out you're yeah. no good to anybody. and i mean within reason like if you're a surgeon and it's the day of a surgery and you're like guys i just had to set some boundaries i mean like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, there's a better way to deal with that yeah. but yeah you catch my drift exactly. okay can yeah. tyler design some draw tattoos some draw so tattoos. i think they want you to draw some tattoo designs oh we've played around with this idea of maybe putting up some flash sheets on the store so that people could uh yeah but if somebody wanted to commission you for a tattoo design is that something you do uh potentially it depends i'm not a tattoo expert no. i you know it's a very specific art form yes. that i am not vast in yes. so i i if you want to you can dm me on instagram we can see um, but no guarantees. I might not be able that's, to. That's that's totally the thing. Um, but thank you very much for asking. And if it is something like like we actually have had a number of people reach out and be like, "Can I get a booty ghost tattooed on me?" Absolutely. Yeah, just do it. Oh Go my ahead. god, please. Yeah, then please just tag us in the picture. Okay. Uh, what should I wear for my trip to Mexico next month? Ooh, I don't know. I've never been to Mexico. I don't know what's a good thing to wear. Is it humid there? Um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean. I don't know. Just wear something comfortable. You just be comfortable. Yeah. Something flowy. Yeah. Why not? What color coffin cut ring should I get? Ooh. Ooh. ring. I would say pink or purple. I love that. Yeah. Okay. Should I get a gold or a titanium septum ring when I get it pierced soon? I'm going to say gold. Okay. I love gold. Yeah. Yeah. I did have a titanium ring in though and I, I enjoyed it. But you it. had I black had titanium. A, it was black titanium. Because titanium, there's a number of different finishes you can get oh, on. Because yeah. you can get like the rainbow one. You mm-hmm. can get uh, uh, like a black one. You can get a silver one, yeah. et cetera. It's yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. Um, new tattoo or a few new piercings after paying off credit cards. Ooh. Congratulations on paying off your cards. Yeah. That's super fucking cool and should be acknowledged. Um, honestly, 
that's a really hard one to answer for mm-hmm. you. Like, yeah. I mean, I will say this because like tattoos, when you get a tattoo, you just want to get another one, right? Yes. I mean, I don't have any tattoos, so I can't really. But everybody who I know who's gotten a tattoo, as soon as they get one, they're just like, oh, I want to get another one. Yeah. So like be prepared for that feeling. Mm-hmm. Whereas I feel like with piercings, you get the piercings you want. And you're like, I got my piercing. Yeah. But I mean, at the same time, take it from somebody who's had a lot of piercings through their teen years, the same thing can happen. You get caught True. in the same cycle. Yeah. Um, so I would honestly say maybe try like do a first session of the tattoo and get a piercing. Try to do both. I don't hey, know. That'd be cute. Okay. okay. Advice for what to do if you start getting feelings for your FWB. FWB. Friend with benefits, I think. Oh. Okay. I mean, you just got to be honest. You got to talk yeah, about it. You got to have a conversation. Yeah. Sorry. Because it'll get messier if you don't. That is the most boring answer because it's the most practical and most straightforward. And answer. probably the thing you want to do the least. But yeah. You know what? If, you, if you're in a, a friends with benefits situation, you've probably talked to each other about what that means. Yeah. So you can talk to each other about what this means. Yeah. But for your benefit... Uh, you need to just make sure because you need to know whether or not you should be allowing your feelings to, you know, grow and manifest or if you just need to kind of manage your expectations. 100%. What to do on a mental health day. Ooh. Oh, look, I'm cliche as fuck. I'm like, take a bath, watch a movie, read a book, lay in bed. Yeah. (laughs) Exercise. Like, there's just like a ton of things. Like, honestly, just whatever it is for you that makes you feel like a superhero, fucking do that. Yeah, exactly. Like, I like to just like shut off for the day, but some people like to, you know, go out and see friends. Totally. Some people love to get fully dolled up and go out into the world, and some people want to do the opposite of that. So whatever that means for you, whatever makes you feel sexy or like a, a superhero, go do that. Yeah. Should I buy my boyfriend new Timberland boots or black Air Forces for his birthday? Ooh. I love a black Air Force one. Yeah, I was going to say, we're coming into springtime, right? So, yeah. like, I'm re- I'm about ready to retire my boots for yeah. the season. So, I feel like at this time of the year, I would appreciate a new pair of sneakers more. Get into it. All right. N- hike or or hike then winery or chores and snuggle the pup on the couch watching a movie. Ooh. Ooh. I mean... I would do the hike and then the winery because when you're done from the winery, you're going to be coming home anyway and you can snuggle your pup and watch a movie then, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It really, yeah. yeah. Tidy That's... up and then go to the winery and then have a nice place to land when you get Ooh, home and you're yeah. a little buzzed. Yeah, find right. a way to do it all. <laughs> First thing I should eat in Paris. Also, any spooky sights? Love y'all. Okay, go to the catacombs. Oh, yeah. Is that in Paris? It is in Paris, but don't go uh, on your own. Oh, my God, no. You got to go on a tour because oh, you absolutely. get lost the fuck. Fuck that. Um, yeah. I, and, like, honestly, I love uh, French food, I, and I'm, I'll be basic as fuck. I love ratatouille. If you can find a real good ratatouille or a really good, like, escargot, I'm into that. Yeah. Okay, so next question. How do I have a better time being alone? Usually I just get hella anxious. Thanks, Queens. Okay, I get anxious when I'm alone, too. But I also love being alone. Yeah, same. So I usually just find something that I can fully sink into. You Mm -hmm. know, just busy yourself with something, be it a book, be it a movie, be it a a TV show or a game or whatever. Yep. You know, or even tidying up and organizing and listening to music. Like, I I don't know, maybe I'm weird, but I love fucking doing that stuff. I do, too. I also love listening to a podcast. If, like, you're, like, feeling alone, I mean, having someone's voice in your head can really help. Yeah, absolutely. So that's what I would recommend. Yeah. Now, oh, that's time. But you want to answer one before we get out of here? Sure. I'll get one too. Okay. Okay. Um, Let's see. Hmm. There's some some fun ones in here. Oh, whoa. Here we go. There's some big ones too. Okay. Okay, you go. Uh, What name is better for a crested gecko? 
Toothless or Dumpling? Oh. Now, Toothless, I think, is a reference to How to Train Your Dragon because there's a dragon named Toothless. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm wrong, but that's what I'm assuming. But I, I personally like Dumpling because you could say it like Dolly Parton. Like, oh, come on, Dumpling. Oh, that's That true. was a terrible Dolly Parton. I'm sorry. I mean, that's fine. But now. maybe your Dolly Parton impersonation is better than mine. Yeah. And maybe you can hone it over some time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Let's see. We've got some questions. What colors slash patterns should I underglaze slash glaze my next set of wheel thrown mugs? All right, Johnny, take it away. Okay. Um, well, I, I'm an underglaze queen, so I like to do my shit with underglaze, and then I like to do, like, a clear glaze on top of it. Although I do, like, if there's, like, good texture and stuff like that, I will fucks with the glaze. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm also a novice, so I feel like any opinions that I have have been locked in for, like, what, 15 minutes now? <laughs> so, Still valuable. Um, I love a beautiful, just like graphic pattern. I take a lot of inspiration from Memphis design and stuff like that. So if you wanted to go look on like Pinterest, I would recommend looking at like the the glass art and ceramics, I think, of Atori Sotsas. Yeah. Um, E-T-T-O-R-E. S-O-T-T-S-A-S-S. They were like one of, I think that's how you spell it, but it'll correct you. They're like one of the uh, originators of the Memphis design movement. So... I like a lot of the patterns from there. Like, I love a bacterial pattern. You can mm-hmm. look into that. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I'm a fan of, like, I love, like, that raw ceramic, like, under with just, like, a pattern done out on that. And, like, black or, like, blue or something, like, punchy like Ooh, that. Ooh, yeah. 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 Like, I have a tiny little bowl that I just did, like, neutral with, like, a wavy royal blue checker on it. So cute. And, yeah, I really like that. So, yeah. I don't know. That's kind of my vibe, though. Um, I just like stuff that's, like, really punchy. Maybe it's because I come from theater, so I like stuff that, like, really reads from 10 feet away if you're squinting. Right. Um, but, yeah, maybe maybe you could try that. Otherwise, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just getting into glazes myself. Yeah. So I know like the glazes they have at my studio that I learn at. So I can be like, oh, you should try some Mussel mud because that's like, um, like a corally bluey kind of like depending on what it mixes with. That's like, cool, I don't know, glaze is fucking cool, yeah. man. Like depending on what you put into it, it has different reactions. The fire makes it react a certain way. I don't know. I'm learning about this shit. Yeah, and I didn't know there was like tinted glaze because you you were talking about working with tinted glaze. I've never seen that before, or at least I've never clocked it. And mm. that's really cool and the effect. Because, like, you look at ceramic... Or tinted clay, are you saying? Tinted clay? Oh, I thought it was tinted glaze. Am I wrong? Well, you can tint glaze. But, yeah, we were looking at uh, an artist that I really love called Ceramicism on Instagram. See, like, ceramic and then ISM. And they do a lot of, like, colored clay, uh, kind of, like, hand formed cups oh yeah yeah oh yeah oh my gosh there's so many it's things it's also fucking cool um but yeah i don't know maybe that'll help you and maybe that just completely threw you for a loop but <laughs> yeah sorry about it yeah um and thank you to everybody that submitted low stakes advice this week yeah it's so much fun sorry to anybody who we didn't get to get to we did you know our how best it is? it's not personal it's drag That's um right. but is there anything else that you want to say before we uh close up shop here um, i get to take my covid nap <laughs> yeah just a reminder the people on the secret society that this weekend on saturday we're going to be having our witchcrafting event mm-hmm. it's just going to be me because johnny's going to be resting i'll be in and out though i'm yeah. sure yeah i'm sure you will but yeah. anyway for anybody on the secret society who wants to join us the supplies list is listed and it's going to be going down on saturday april 23rd at 5 p.m eastern standard time yeah and if you want to join us over 
on the secret society that doesn't suck even if you can't join us for witchcrafting it's a really great time and it's a really great way to support the show you can get all the info on the different tiers that we have and the different perks that are associated with the tiers over at patreon.com slash that's spooky um, we have a ton of really fun episodes of spooky snacks so even if you're just doing like four dollars a month you get access to like 130 episodes of that you get a lot of stuff and you get one episode a week so you're literally paying a dollar a fucking week for the episode and if you listen to that in the main show you're literally paying like 50 cents a show that's it or less now that there's spooky gate bullshit regardless we're not nickel and diming you over there but uh that's completely optional another way to support the show that's completely free is to leave us a review yeah uh, that is basically something you can do on whatever podcast app you're listening to us on we talk about it a lot it's a great way to support the show on the apps and if you're listening to us on an app where you can't leave us a, a written review like leave us a rating and pop the review to us in an email because we take all the reviews that we get and we read them on the show as a little bit of a thank you and it's fun it's a big review stew. yeah exactly now if you want to hang out with us on social media we're on instagram and twitter and facebook at that spooky pod yep and you can also email us at the same handle at gmail.com so t-h-a-t-s-s-p-o-o-k-y-p-o-d at gmail.com send us your spooky gay bullshit weird stuff that's happened to you pet photos anything anything and everything yeah, please. and then you can check out our website if you want to get it all so it's that spooky.com episodes are posted there you can also access the secret society email us access our store mm-hmm. which is also at that spooky.com slash store if you want to go directly the bonfire apparel store is linked on there there's a ton of really fun like shirt designs and stuff like that you can get your life you get it. Get into it. Oh, and by the way, if you are on the Secret Society and you are like a Cryptid Kardashian tier member and you're waiting for your like physical perks to be mailed out, we are actually going to be waiting at least an extra week to mail them out yeah. just to make sure that we're not sending COVID. We don't want to send you COVID. Yeah, we've been compiling the packs together. Yeah. and yeah. Uh, We yeah. just don't have interns or people that do it for us. So yeah. like, yeah, I just yeah. don't want to send you a special delivery. Yeah, we're not going to give you our germs. So <laughs> you, yeah, they'll go out in about a week because yeah. then it should be fine. Yeah. Anyway, with that being said, said that's it thank you for joining us this week if you need us in between we'll be on the secret society and otherwise we'll see you next week we'll see you next week take care of your booties yep and uh don't forget to keep testing and wearing your mask and sanitizing because look bitch i'm sanitizing like it's still the early days of the pandemic i like mask double mask sometimes like we are like i'm a goblin Uh uh-huh i I don't go out in the world a lot yeah and i still fucking caught it so i mean it can happen to all of us yeah um but But take care yeah you know do your best we love you very much kissy kisses minor distanced and uh don't forget if you're gonna be a bitch be a spooky bitch bye bye <laughs> Dolly? Is that, is that oh my god, party? Dolly, where? Where? What oh my god, is she in a fisher? <laughs> she check she, the floors for cracks. Throw 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 a sausage roll down oh. to Dolly. <laughs> Hey, Prime members, you can listen to That Spooky early and ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen early and ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at Wondery.com survey. The wait is over. So far, you're not losing. The only thing you're losing is my patience. Quickly, I see that. Bing! The queen of the courtroom is back. I didn't do anything. You wouldn't know the truth if it came up and slapped you in the face. I see he's not intimidated by anything. I can fix that. New cases. She wanted to fight me. Leave her alone. Okay, so, um... Not, this is not a so. 
This is a period. Classic Judy. Did you sleep with her? Yes, Your Honor. You married his cousin. His brother. That's not him. Yes, ma'am. I would make a beeline for the door. The Emmy Award-winning series returns. How did I know that? I have crystal ball in my head. It's an all-new season. It's streaming. You can say anything. <laughs> Judy Justice. Only on Freebie.